this is Pastor Dave Keane with um, uh, two of our college students, Patrick Baird and Sierra Raymond. Uh, they are uh, uh, going to be um, married, a little willing, this summer, uh, and we just kind of want to uh, have a little interview. Guys, how are we doing today? Doing good. Yeah, we're doing really good. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, first, why don't you just uh, tell us about where you're from and how you came to know the Lord? Yeah, so um, I'm originally from Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, I'm born and raised. My family is even more specifically from um, Somerville area. Um, I was I, I grew up in a really firm Christian home. Um, both my parents fiercely loved the Lord. Um, I was I, I I got saved when I was seven years old, baptized um, when I was seven as well, and ever since then I've been faithfully um, serving the Lord. Um, yeah, I was born and raised in Michigan and moved to Somerville when I was 13. Um, my testimony, I guess, is my parents had a really um, tough go at it when they first got together. They had us really young and then got married really young. But um, the Lord saved them very quickly after. And so I um, was raised in a Christian home. I don't really have a moment where I remember um, accepting the Lord. I just kind of have been walking with him throughout my life and, um, yeah, just trying to grow closer to him every day. Amen. Well, you guys are high school sweethearts, but you are, yeah. even before that, have you guys, did you guys start dating? How old were you guys when you started dating? We were 15. We've known each other since we were 11 and 12, but we were 15 when we started officially dating. Okay. Yeah. So I was, uh, we, we grew up kind of in the same Sunday school. <clears throat> um at a church in Somerville and uh we kind of just we were always like we went on mission trips we out, we've been out of the country together four times on mission trips um we've been on a total of like six mission trips together uh we've been to summer camps together in countless Sunday school classes so when we say we grew up in the church like we really grew up in the church together so ever since we were 11 and 12. Well that's wonderful well why uh Winthrop University? Um, I chose Winthrop because um, I started as an education major, so I knew I wanted to teach when I was in high school, um, and Winthrop has the best education program. Um, I'm no longer an education major, but I love Winthrop so much now that I'm there, so yeah, it was a, it was a pretty easy choice for me. It's the only place I applied. So. Uh, long story short, I followed her. <laughs> I... Uh... I applied to one school, got into one school, and uh, I never really had a dream school, you know? Um, I never really, uh, I know a lot of people like kind of look ahead to college, whereas I was just kind of like up in the air and, you know, I fell in love in high school and I knew I wanted to pursue mass communications and journalism and with their school's not bad for that. So I said, you know what, what the heck, you know? And so I just, I just did it. <laughs> well, I know you you both have always had a heart uh, for ministry. You know, it's, it's great that the Lord called and called you to himself at a young age, uh, and you guys want to serve him faithfully. Well, tell me a little bit about your ministry that you guys did in high school, um, and like how did the Lord maybe birth that desire to, to reach others with the gospel of Christ? Yeah, so um, I, I believe that I was, you know, called to pastoral ministry at a young age. You know, I kind of neglected that call for a long time. I thought pastors were kind of weird people. We are not, um, we are, I, we are not weird people. 
Uh, yeah, and so I kind of just ran away from that. I thought I was uncool and stuff. Uh, but then in high school, um, you know, I just felt this kind of fire, this drive for things like evangelism and stuff. Um, we did a countless number of ministries, you know, um, one being Phil 112 was kind of uh, one that we did in high school. Uh, we I used to preach at a um, our middle school ministry uh, called um, The Bridge. Um, and then we, we went on, like I said, about four different mission trips. Um, and then later on in high school, um, we started a, a series of outreaches called Embark Ministries, where um, our heart and goal was basically to kind of have like a tailgate slash concert event where we get all these college students to kind of flood the parking lot of our church, oh, high school students to flood the parking lot of our church. And then we would simply present the gospel. Um, and we kind of co-led that together. Um, we kind of had a, a vision and we just kind of did it. Um, and, um, the Lord was so faithful. Um, and so that's kind of, that's kind of our ministry history, if you will. Um, and from my part, Sierra did a little bit other things than I did too. Yeah. I mean, we, um, we had a good youth group growing up. Um, we have a lot of, uh, good friends in there still, um, that we keep in touch with. And we really were very close knit and very invested in ministry kind of as a team. Um, so yeah, we did a lot of things like you mentioned Phil 112 that was a room in our high school that we would meet in at 6 30 a.m yeah um once a week and we would just buy a bunch of donuts and coffee and just go around the school and invite everyone that we could to come in there um and we would take turns giving messages and it was just really cool high school was really like when I look back on high school I just see like ministry throughout like all the different ways that we just tried to find new ways to tell people about the Lord. So it, it was a really sweet time high school was. So, yeah. Oh, amen. Well, I know that, um, you have been involved in uh, church for, for a long time, you know, and, you know, everyone has kind of different church experiences. And I think you and, and both your families have maybe experienced a little bit of uh, kind of church hurt, uh, in, in, in your life. How, um, have you navigated kind of feeling maybe hurt or, um, not loved by a church and, um, you know, how has, how has the Lord used that to kind of maybe deepen your relationship with him and then maybe push you back to uh, a local church? Yeah. Yeah. So a huge part of me and Sierra's testimony is um, we kind of had a, a father in the faith, if you will, um, a man that we, we loved dearly. And uh, long story short, in um, my senior year, um, Sierra's, you know, early freshman year of college, um, there was just an event that happened and it hurt us dearly. Um, and from there, um, that's kind of where my neglecting of pastoral ministry kind of started where I was like, man, I, you know, pastors hurt me and stuff like that. And so I, um, I kind of ran from that. Um, but what we found, um, through, you know, the losing of our friends and the regaining back of our friends is that, um, there's really nothing stronger than something of a local body, you know, um, uh, we've just really seen, um, you know, when, we, when I came to college, right, um, to jo join Sierra Winthrop, um, we we visited around a lot of different churches, and um, we both have a love for, like, theology and church history, and we just didn't see um, a body that, like, truly was tight-knit and loved each other well. And, um, you know, church pain, um, you can have two reactions from it, right? You can either allow it to um, kind of show you the wickedness of the enemy and then like long for a, a deeper tetherness, like with another body, or 
and, and like love God even more through it. Or you can respond to it in a way of, you know, I hate God. Why did he do that to me? Right. And through God's grace, we chose the first route where we were like, man, you know what? There are good churches out there and um, we love God's people. And um, we believe there is a body out there for us. Right. And so when we recently came to park, um, it was God's grace just brought us both to tears, you know, um, being immediately welcomed, um, being just showered with love, and, um, you know, love for Sierra. I mean, literally the first week we were there, um, Pastor Grant's wife, um, Amber. Amber, came up to Sierra and was like, hey, can I throw you a bridal shower? <laughs> and like we like she she was just so like we were surrounded by love um and uh that is that is god like that's the story of god's people god's church right that uh we're gonna love one another well and um sadly we haven't experienced that um in a lot of bodies um we were kind of kicked to the curb and our church hurt and so park is really just it's been such a breath of fresh air you know um, we're so thankful for that yeah, I think um, through that, I've kind of learned that some people can get comfortable in their faith and just kind of get stagnant with where they're at. And um, I think that some people can get there when they feel like maybe they're above sin or they're not susceptible to it anymore. And so I learned, you know, this was a guy that we really looked up to. So I learned that, you know, no one is above it. Like everyone, everyone sins. And so that was a little hard for me to accept that like uh, a leader, someone that I um, admired so much could be susceptible to such a sin. But um, I think that it's really pushed me to want to be around people who are pushing me to grow and pushing everyone around them to keep growing, um, which is what I really feel at Park. I feel like no one is comfortable where they're at. Like they, want, they want to know more. They want to learn more. They want to deepen their affections for the Lord. So that's really... Um, what I got out of all of this is I don't ever want to get comfortable and I don't ever want to think that I am past sinning. You know, I want, I want to be held accountable. I want to be pushed to love him more. Yeah. And, um, you know, one thing I will say, me and Sierra have like experienced a lot of church hurt, but on top of that, like we've also seen, you know, God has blessed us with kind of having a matured view of church at a very young age. You know, you've been hurt by a leader. Okay. Now you like, look at leaders in the church a little bit more, you know, uh, maybe this can be bad at times, but like very in a detailed way, like, you know, we're not going to give our hearts too quickly. Right. Um, and something that we've always talked about, um, due to our pain is that like, we've always strived to be more authentic with other people because, um, with people and, and pursue authenticity, um, within the body, you know, um, a lot of times, uh, there are leaders or in the in the church or there are people that don't really want to be authentic. They're okay with just the smiles and the hugs on Sunday morning, but we've really tried to pursue authentic godly community um, in our church life, which has been really amazing. We've have we've have lifelong relationships that have just like the churches. The church is where we thrive, really. Well, amen. Well, I know that we are thrilled uh, to have you uh, both uh, as a part of Park Baptist Church. I know that when you first came to Park, it seemed a little bit traditional. 
<laughs> by God's grace, uh, you saw past that and saw the hearts uh, of the people there. God really has given us some amazing people at Park Baptist Church. And uh, recently, you guys have kind of joined our uh, college lead team, uh, which is kind of designed to help uh, increase evangelism and discipleship among our college students and reaching out to those who obviously don't know the Lord. Maybe share a little bit of, of what you have learned from your co- the college lead team and uh, just generally, how were things going before the the, the cancellation of on, uh, on-campus classes? Yeah, I think um, Witt is an amazing leader and teacher. And um, just in the short time that we have really gotten to know him, I have learned so much about evangelism and um, discipling others, which is something I don't think I've ever really been properly taught before. Um, so it's just been really it's been really refreshing to be part of a, a team of people that has the same goal and has the same love for the same Lord, you know? So, um, yeah, we've just been really focused on evangelism this past semester, which has just been so fun to, um, strengthen that more. Um, cause I think it's something that intimidates a lot of people. Um, but yeah, it's just been a really good time of getting to know each other better and getting to know, uh, the lot of people on our campus there. Yeah, um, I would just say, like, you know, shout out to Jamie and, and Wit. You know, they um, we love them so much. I mean, God has just gifted them both with amazing gifts, um, especially with college students, and we're so thankful for them. Um, one thing that I've loved so much about Lead Team is uh, just how, like, family – how, how like close you become with the people you do ministry with so fast. Um, you know, Gerald and Drake, um, have been kind of my brothers in ministry this, this, this semester, we've been kind of working alongside of each other and, um, it has been so rewarding. Um, both of them are just amazing men of God. And, um, I, I've been so thankful to see their boldness, and, and, and our, and my gifts just kind of come together and we've been able to see con- converts and see guys come to know Christ and, um, evangelism that like a lot of times you don't get to see the fruits of your evangelism, but God has even allowed us to see guys just come full circle guys who thought that religion was just weird and wacky to becoming guys that are ask, constantly asking us questions about studying the Bible. And, um, it's just, it's just been, it's just been really cool to serve alongside the other people in lead team. Um, they are really our family and um, we love every single one of them. Amen. Praise God. Um, well, since you guys have been part of the body, um, generally how, how is the Lord kind of using park to grow you in your faith? Yeah. So uh, we both have like interest and gifts that, that we love. Um, you know, Sierra loves, you know, like things like church history and I'll let her speak for that. I don't want to speak for her, but like, I, I have a love for, um, theology and, and preaching. And I've always wanted to have someone kind of structure that gift for me. You know, I've kind of always been confused on what to do with all that. And, um, Park has, you know, provided the resources to just kind of take me through books and, and kind of steward, I would say like steward my gifts well and, and structure me and um, prepare me for the future days of ministry that are ahead, which I've been so thankful for um, that there's intentional relational discipleship going on, um, which is, which, you know, I, I, I'm beyond blessed to have. Yeah. Um, like I said, I've been walking with the Lord uh, my whole life basically, but I have never cared so much as I do now about, um, knowing my Bible well. I mean, I've always um, 
done my quiet times and stuff, but I have been um, really digging into scripture and really wanting to know more about why I believe what I believe and um, how to defend my faith. Um, and so Park has really taught me, I guess, how to break apart a text because, um, you know, that's what you do Sunday mornings, take a text and really um, break it apart. And so my quiet times have gotten like exponentially more um, beneficial, I guess, to me um, as I'm learning more about the Lord. Um, it's just been really refreshing. And um, really, I've seen how the body is supposed to love one another. Like, yeah. I have never felt so cared for and so noticed in a church before. Um, I think a lot of people, when they come to a church, they sit, they listen, and then they get up and they leave. Um, now we get there early and we talk and talk and talk, and then we sit and we listen, and then we get up and we talk for another 45 minutes, you know, and those are just such, um, just such sweet times to spend with people in our congregation. Like we've really gotten to know people very quickly, um, which has just been such a blessing because uh, when Patrick does become a pastor, um, Lord willing, one day, like this is showing us how we will want that church to look and um, how we will want that body to love one another and how we'll encourage that. So. Yeah, we were talking the other day, um, you know, doing a little Bible study uh, in Second John. And um, in Second John, in his final greetings, he talks about how like he wishes it wasn't ink and paper, that he wished he could see them face to face. And um, I think for a while I can resonate with John where uh, maybe it wasn't literal link in paper, but we there was the distance there um, from a body where we were just studying and we just knew what a healthy church was. We knew what it needed to be. And it was almost like we were in an ink and paper distance, right? Now we, we get the chance to see the body face to face. And now being in Charleston in a way, you know, that heart still there, you know, we miss everyone there. And um, we're definitely feeling the pain of, of not being around our church family. Amen. Well, we, we're all missing each other. Uh, praise God for that. And uh, Sierra, you, the last time you we met, you took uh, Rise of Christianity by Rodney Stark. I think chapter mm-hmm. four has a wonderful um, kind of chapter on how the cr- early Christians responded to the plague. Um, it would be would be great, especially timely during uh, this season. Anybody else who's interested in church history, it's a wonderful book. Uh, well, as we kind of wrap up here, how can I how can we be praying for you both? Um, yeah, so. Um, you know, with this coronavirus and everything, um, our wedding um, has been kind of, wedding planning has been kind of thrown into shambles. And um, it's been kind of, there's just a lot of darkness and unknown, right? So trusting God and remaining, um, you know, firm and trusting God's sovereignty and all of that. Um, also, we're both, you know, out of out of work because we're both servers and the coronavirus doesn't allow servers to work. Um, and so we, we haven't been able to make any money in the process of saving for marriage, also being full-time students um, during this time. Um, and there's just a lot there that's, that there's just a lot of anxiety and, and darkness that we, we just don't really know how to handle. Um, and so just be praying for us um, that we would, you know, continually seek the Lord um, and that we wouldn't lose sight of his, his will. Um, and that, that, that ultimately in our suffering and our darkness and our unknown, um, his will is being perfected and he is sanctifying us. Yeah, I guess um, for me, it's a it's a little difficult doing online school when I'm in these uh, very upper level history classes. They don't really transfer well to online. Um, and I guess that's that really goes for all college students. Like it's, it's a big transition to go from being fully in person to fully online, uh, basically overnight. So um, yeah, you could just be praying 
um, for all college students really this time as we adjust to a whole different learning environment. So, well, uh, let's let's pray to that end. Uh, Heavenly Father, we do thank you so much uh, for Sierra and Patrick and just how you have saved them by your grace, how you shed your blood uh, for them. Uh, they could be brought from darkness uh, into light. God, I pray that you would give them strength during these days and, and trust in you and wisdom, Father, as they think about their upcoming wedding and all the different planning that needs to happen and uh, things that are so unknown. Lord, I pray that you would be gracious to them. Father, I pray that you'd be gracious to provide for their financial needs, uh, whether that's through... Um, jobs that you could uh, provide for them or through uh, resources from family and friends. God, I pray that you would just meet them according to your grace. Uh, Father, we know this virus has affected people in, in, in numerous different ways, and uh, those in the service industry as well as those getting married are our two big ones. So, Father, we pray you'd be gracious uh, to, to this couple. We also just pray for their uh, continued uh, faithfulness to you uh, as they're at home with their families, Lord, and as they adjust to this new a life of online learning and uh, through in, in college, I pray, God, that you would just give them an immense measure of mercy, Father. Give them uh, the ability to learn uh, even during these, this season. So, Father, we thank you so much for what, the, what you're doing in your life, their life. We pray, God, that you would continue to use them to strengthen the, the body of Park uh, and to help reach those who are outside of the sheep gate, to then be brought into the sheepfold and be held by you forever. So, Father, we love you and we thank you so much for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on. Mm -hmm.